Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome back to Talking Time for the Moon Boys. We're still in the shed. We're still talking to Reese Thomas. Part two, I've been. Is this part two? Yeah. Yeah, which we've already recorded. Yeah. yeah but, it, but it's week two, though, is it? Or is it actually. Oh, yeah, yeah. So well, I imagine it's week two, although mm. be quite. We, we, we don't always feel out front about that. I think you should give it. I think for once, we should pretend. Okay, just let's pretend. Bit, yeah. All right, okay. But so, give this so bit, what have you been gone. doing this week? Oh, I've been doing loads. Yeah. Mm. What have you been yeah. up to? Oh, so much stuff. Yeah. What do you think about the weather this week? Oh, it's. Mixed, it's been, <laughs> been really mixed. Yeah, it has Was been. it though? Yeah. It's been really yeah. mixed. Yeah, you're it's gone so well quick this week. No, no, okay. Tell you what, when are they going to sort Brexit? That's still don't. rumbling well, on, isn't it? Yeah, they've, they've done that now. Oh, shit. They've actually sorted yeah. it the other yeah. day. Yeah. Yeah. It's, all, it's all over. <laughs> Just in case we need that. But I'm yeah. glad to be back. No, it's lovely. Yeah, yeah thanks yeah, for coming yeah. all the way back. That's all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we could have just done it in one, haven't we? Wouldn't have felt real. No, you had so much to do, didn't you? You had your. I had my thing to do. I was burgled. Yeah, no. some shit and some sugar. <laughs> no, but I, I think we don't talk about that till later oh, on. What a shame! So that's not going to work. That's giving it away. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Keep listening, and that will make that sense. Will make all great sense to you. I was asked by Ronnie Wood, Ronnie Wood's people. They said, "Would you do a documentary about him after about seeing the, Ronnie Wood about Ronnie Wood?" Mm. And I went, "Oh, that sounds interesting." But he doesn't want to talk about the Rolling Stones, right? And <laughs> he's got to be about his art and how he was a water gypsy. A water gypsy. Yeah, he's, what he's, does that he, mean? he grew up on the on, on the, the barges, barges on around the, on the, London. And is stuff. that what you call a water gypsy? Uh, that's well, he, I didn't know that's what you did. It just that's sounds what they like call a made-up band. It does sound like, like, a, yes. like a band on. They're going to see an EastEnders. It sounds like <laughs> going to go see the David Essex. Oh, that's, you know the band of EastEnders. Do you know Nick Berry was in? You know he was. That was the biggest selling song. Every loser wins. Every loser wins. Yeah. That, no, I didn't know that. But anyway, but hang yeah. on. Ronnie genuinely he wants to. He wants to. Be he wanted to. Yes. No, it was, yeah, it was about. Right. This is just. I, I just came to it. It's just, no, it's interesting that. Yeah. You can't talk about the Rolling Stones, and he, and he has to be about his art. It reminds me of something. It was a ninety-minute documentary. Which is, I said no. Christopher Lee, when he was interviewed once. Like wouldn't talk about Dracula. No, yeah. come he on. Was like, he was like, he was like, like doing yeah. an interview, and like they clearly wanted to talk about Dracula, he wouldn't talk about it. And that reminded me of something that happened to me, which was hilarious. I thought, which was, I think it was also indeed for my show Bedil Syndrome. I was looking it's for getting someone. A lot of mentions I know today. it is. It is. Go and watch it. It's on YouTube. But uh, <laughs> is the bloke who played Blakey in On the Buses? Oh yeah. Whose name is Stephen? Stephen. Come on. Yeah. We must Stephen. I don't think I'm going to get it. So. Uh, Stephen. Stephen Lewis. Blakely. Lewis. Lewis. Stephen Lewis. Let's get it right. I think. I think. I think we owe him that. Blake, Stephen Lewis, it's correct. Okay, so well Stephen Lewis came in for a part, right? For an audition, I auditioned Stephen Lewis, Blakey from On the Buses. Okay, right. You should have auditioned because no, no, you know he's going to do. Well, no, yeah, well, well, no, no, no that's exactly the point. Right. Is I'm auditioning him. He reads the part, and I thought I've got to. I've just got to have a conversation where I say this. So yeah. I say, 
So what are you up to? And he says, oh, well, I'm doing some Shakespeare at the moment, blah, blah, blah. And then I say, yeah, and uh, what else have you... Talk to me about what else you've done, because I just want to hear him say yes. it. And he, he doesn't. He, he like goes so. on and on about other things mm. he's done in his career, lists all of it, very mm. kind of serious acting he's done, yes. Pinter, blah, blah. At no point does he say, of course I was fucking Blakey <laughs> in On the Bug. Oh, I'll get you, Butler. I was desperate for him to do it. He wouldn't do it. I remember there's a really good episode of This That's Morning once where Roger Lloyd Pack, who was Trigger and Only Falls and Horses, was on. And he was on to talk about, and they said, so, and all they want to do is talk about, and they go, so, Trigger from Only Falls and Horses. He goes, yes, I'm actually here. And he's obviously much posher, and he had to, do, to read yeah. some poetry from this new book. And they went, okay, and he started reading the poetry. He goes, Roger Lloyd Pack wrote poetry. Oh, he's got a book of poetry, yeah, right. or, yeah. And it goes on, he went on for quite a while. They were making his Anyway, point so, <laughs> only falls and all, hello, Dave. And he went, can I read another one? And they like, okay. And he goes on and on, and he did not mention it. But he, right. I think you got to go, that's what I like about when, you know, when did David Bowie at a certain point didn't, wouldn't play any songs from yeah. the past? Yeah. I like that, you know, it's like, I think McCartney doesn't care. He comes out and plays yes. everything you want yeah. to hear. Yeah. And I think you, at a certain age, I mean, it must get to a point where they go, I don't have anything to prove anymore. I'll just sing those songs. Yeah, you know, I, but there's, there's, I, I like I've, that. I, but there's, I found a clip, and it doesn't, it's not that big a deal, so we don't need to look for it, but of McCartney in sort of, because I'm a big Wings fan. I like McCartney. I love Wings. I just love McCartney full stop. And it was about eight, early 80s and on Wogan or something. And, and he says, does it, does it bother you that people what, basically say, want to talk about the Beatles first? And what he'd say now is, no, man, it's all part. He said, yeah. Oh, really? bothers me. And I thought, well, he hadn't got to that point yet because in yes, the 80s he was giving it care. another go. Yeah, and he was doing yeah. regards to Broad Street. That's a yeah. bad film. What is? Give, oh, my, give my regards to Broad Street. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, you try so hard no, it's to awful. like it. It's awful. The money that was spent on it, you know, yeah, it costs yeah. a lot of money. No, and I think it was a big moment for him when it didn't work. So what we do, so I'm just going to just... We, we talk about quite a lot on this on this podcast, often libelously, and we have to cut it out, but anyway, is actual little uh, times that we've met famous mm. pop stars. Mm. So mm. apart from the sort of like working with quite seriously with Queen. Yes. Have you met any famous pop stars? Well, it's funny you talk about Robbie Williams. Years ago, I was a runner on Shooting Stars and he was on and I asked me to go, I had to go and get vodka for him. Really? Gosh. Yeah, because it was a time when he was drinking mm, yeah. and he was having fun. That would be like... Yeah. Nine, uh, it was 1996. Yeah, OK. And he said, uh, and they basically, the rules were, you know, mm. you can't go and get any drinks for them. Mm. And I said, and he said, well, you can't get me a bottle of vodka. And he gave oh, me, right. and he had, I think he gave me 40 quid. I went, oh, I'm not allowed to. He went, oh, go on, I can't, it's not a good impression. <laughs> anyway, so I went up to the BBC bar and I went, have you got any vodka? And then I gave it, and I got it for him, and cheers, mate, and... Uh, he said, keep, keep the, the change. change yeah. And I said, no, it's okay. And I said, you, no, I don't, you know, don't keep the change. And I think he, so he didn't remember that part of my story. He just said, what a nice <laughs> man he was. He didn't, he didn't say, <laughs> so oh, okay. that. No, he All he remembers part. is that you played Jonathan Wilkes. Yeah. He was, wow. yes, he was and on he that. he might have been quite drunk, obviously, so quite difficult he, to remember. Yes, he was, it was that period yeah. of You know life. the famous, I don't think it's that famous, but at Glastonbury when Robbie, so about that time, it was that 96 Glastonbury mm. and Robbie went, on stage with Oasis, do you remember? Because he'd left tape that, and he had the blonde, that's it. He had the bleach blonde hair on Right, and it was the height of. Well, I don't know, one of the heights of Britpop, but it's sort of 96. And there was a football game with the Oasis boys and Robbie, mm. and it was all over there. And I played in that match. Oh, did you? I was in that game because we'd got someone, we'd, yeah, we'd got backstage with some friends, and I was played in that match. You say and, this, but I play in a football game, mm. right? In fact, I'm playing oh, yeah. tonight, um, <laughs> and I play every Tuesday night. And about mm. eight months ago, Tim, who claims to play football mm. and like playing football, mm. said he, he would join the game. Mm. Virtually every Tuesday, I text mm. him and say, do you want to yeah. play tonight? Yeah, and no. he's found excuses yeah, every single he time. He basically always asks me on the day. Well, that's because I don't know no, until I understand. the day no, I do understand who's that, playing yeah. and whether there's any yeah. space. 
But, and then but, you may always make up something. Is this a celebrity football team? Well, there's some celebrities in it. They're quite old celebrities, like myself. Uh, Angus Deaton plays, Clive Anderson plays. You might think he's too old to play for all I definitely want to play, but I'm um, nearly always doing something on a, a few other people. Oh, Ra- Ralph uh, Little plays. He's yeah. very good. He would be always also he, after your age. He's, he's no. not half my age, but no, no, I mean, no, I know he's not. He's, he's, he's like, uh, I'm he's still about 18, there. isn't he? Yeah, he's 18. Because no, people I, imagine I, I he was telling me, actually, I don't know if I should say this, but I'm going to say it anyway. He was telling me about how he's having trouble partly getting work as an actor because people still think of oh, him yeah. as the kid in yes. the royal family. So he's now actually about 40. Are you more upset yeah. about how young that made him sound or all that made you sound? I wasn't really upset at all. I'm not saying 18. I'm mainly upset about the fact that whenever I play with him, I have to confront the fact that I couldn't have been a professional footballer. Right. It's quite an interesting thing. Been, I have an existential crisis almost every week. Right, wow. Because I've always believed in my heart of hearts that I could have been a professional right. footballer, right? Now, right. this is clearly not true, and I think anyone who's played with me would tell you it wasn't true. Right. But I still sort of believe it, except when I play with him, Ralph Little, and there's another bloke who we play with who's brilliant, who mm. actually played football semi-professionally in America. Right. And they're both definitely better than me. There's yeah, no question. And it, neither yeah. of them have made yeah. it as a professional footballer. Yeah. Are there any football? Are there any pop stars, famous rock stars, who could have been footballers? And they yes. do there's a lot of actors, but what? Like, uh, well, uh, I'm, I'm sure. sure. Actually, yeah, there are. There are Rod there? Stewart. Rod Stewart. I was just well, no, but no, could Rod Stewart actually? I've played with Rod Stewart in a charity game. In fact, I've got I've got a picture on my fridge of him trying to scythe me down at Stamford Bridge. Yeah, in which we both look really terrible. I've got a feeling he had like we look so old and. Terrible. Uh, but I, think he, I, I think he might have had did a try. He, I think it's a myth or about Rod Stewart made up, yeah. that he could have been a footballer. It's a lot of actors who could have been footballers. Right, right. Sheen. Yes. Really? Yeah, he told yeah, me I think I've, I think I've heard that, that he could have been a footballer, but his dad wouldn't let him. Mm. Uh, so he went to acting. Yeah, you know, it's hardly the family. Hang on, let's find out about Rod. The family was mainly focused on football. Stuart's father played in an amateur team. Right. Uh, Stuart was the most talented footballer and supported Arsenal at the time. Became captain of the school football team and played for Middlesex Schoolboys as centre half. Okay, in no way no, does that no, suggest okay. he could have been a freshman. Oh, wait a minute. In summer oh. 1960, he went for trials at Brentford. Okay, oh, that's right. A third that. division club. Contrary so, to long-standing accounts, Stuart states in his 2012 autobiography that he was never signed to the club and the club never called him back after his trials. I think it's almost totally based on that footage of them playing Maggie May on top of the pops yes, and kicking footballs yeah, yeah. into the audience. But I always think about that with football, that Carl Clark, who you don't know, he was at my school, he was like literally... Have you mentioned be- him before to me? No. You've mentioned almost everyone. I don't think I mentioned Carl Clark. Carl Clark, what I remember about Carl Clark is two things. One is he was like the best at football in the whole school, like just so far above... And every school we played, he was definitely the star. But as far as I know, never. No. I mean, he painted my mum and dad's room a couple of years ago, so he definitely didn't become a massive footballer. And that's how hard it is. You can be the best by a long way. It's possible that like, quite, not... quite a big footballer could have still painted your mum's room. Okay, because I they just... didn't. They, I mean, they uh, until yeah. recently they haven't earned that much money. And some no, of, that's I mean, true. for example, okay, Gaza, that's maybe not the Gaza gun. could definitely yes. have painted your mum's room. Yes. Because he is on his uppers as well. Yeah, no, you're quite right. Okay, that's I, I think he did make quite a bad yeah. job of it. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. He, but he, I know he didn't become a footballer. The other thing I remember about is going around to Carl Clark's house for tea after, like when I was at junior school, and having something like having tea. Fish fingers, peas. That sort of thing. Exactly, yeah. that sort of thing. And then him say, well, like one of us say, it must have been him, I'd never say this, is there anything for pudding? Right, you wouldn't say no, that. No, it's his pudding. I don't think I'd no. say that in, my ha- in someone's no, house. I is would. It, totally by the way, is there anything for I pudding? Totally, I would totally say that. Would you? Yeah, to I, Mrs. Yeah. Clark, who I'd never really met before. 
Uh, would I say it to Mrs. Clark? No, yeah, yeah, but you did. I'd say, <laughs> if, you got, I'd say you? if you got the afters. Let's say, you say afters? No, but I don't mean the word. I don't know if oh, I yeah. said pudding. Oh, I might have said no, afters. Ask for something else. After. How old are you? Like eight. Oh, I would definitely have said it. What are you uh, talking about? Of course, not, an eight-year-old might ask house. for pudding. I'm not going to ask someone's too, mum if there's it's anything. Too polite. Well, anyway, that's what Carl Clark anyway, did. So Carl Clark or his sister um, <laughs> said, "Is there any afters?" Carl Clark's sister was there. Yeah, well, he, <laughs> he lived there, it was in his house. Okay. It's not that unusual. Yeah. Um, I'm putting a picture together here. His sister was there. Yeah, he's in his house. Right. So we're sitting there, and he says, what he would have said is, what's for, this is important, he would yeah. have said, what's for pudding? I don't think he right. would have said pudding. It's a bit like people, people on streets. It wasn't in Dickensian childhood. What's for... What's for pudding? What's yeah. the word you would have said? Sweet. Pudding. Said sweet. For sweet? You after could say sweet dessert. after dessert. You're on the Pink Floyd. Are you on that? What? Pudding. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, uh, what's for dessert? And his mum said, I'll never forget this because I didn't know what to say. She said, shit and sugar. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I know. Shit and sugar. Shit and sugar. That's amazing. That's what she said. Was she like, making a joke or was she just yeah. saying, go home now? She didn't have service. <laughs> yeah, it was like a. Is that a thing? Is that a thing that people say? Yeah, I've heard shit and sugar. So, yeah. It's like saying shit and sh- shit with sugar on it. Yeah, it's, it's like, like I think. Was yeah. it, did they, is this Essex? You were. Wow. Uh, it was. It I've was never heard that before. Shit with sugar. Except on it. I had this very strange piano teacher. I think I've told shit you this on this podcast. I had this very strange piano teacher called Jeffrey Harris. He was quite dodgy, I think. And I used to go around to his house to, to learn the piano. Right. And he used to turn up in a kimono, uh, but he was very weird. There he is. He used to often talk at great length, firstly about how much he supported apartheid, and secondly about how the neighbourhood was going to the dogs because people were always breaking in. Right. I have told you this before. People were, <laughs> I do people were always breaking in and shitting in the sugar. That's what he said. It's awful. All down this road, people are breaking into houses and they're shitting. <laughs> I remember the time I was like 12 and, wow. and, and did not understand it. And maybe, maybe they were creating dessert for. <laughs> Carl Clark's mum is how am I going to get rid of this stuff I know we'll have it for pudding <laughs> yeah oh dear no anyway. I, I hadn't heard the, the other I mean we would have to you, you got go, another story no only, only I'll just think about when you go back to people's house for tea because <laughs> I think when I uh, okay, there's well, a song by the w- w- Willsines called Shit and Sugar Oh my There's God. a band called the Willsines. I've never heard of them. I've never heard of them. Right, this is a song called Shit and Sugar, ladies and gentlemen. Isn't that amazing? Here we go. Actually, what he's saying apart from wow. he definitely said something something shit and shit sugar. sugar. Yeah, I'm really away. hoping it's serve me shit and sugar. <laughs> is Mrs. that all there is for pudding? Is that all there is for pudding? <laughs> I've, ne- I've definitely never heard it before as an expression though. No, How amazing that there is an actual song called shit and yeah, sugar. Yeah, it had a real impression on me. Yeah. Um, but I also went, um, my school friend, and, and fr- the person that got me into Bowie really was my friend Piers, who we've mentioned. We've mentioned him almost every few, podcast. Yeah, you met and he, he was. He, and I went back to his. He had a really. He was very different from Carl. He had a very posh house. It, like it was in a sort of, um, like in I was going to say farmland. It was a bit, right. it's like in the country. Right. And yeah, but you lived in the country. Yeah, you yeah. And I lived in a sort of mix. Yeah, between the two. Yeah, right. I lived on a sort of slightly brookside estate, but right. on a, in a village. And uh, so, but he lived away from where we were in this beautiful house, far, a sort of Elizabethan farmhouse. And his mum was really posh. Like they were really properly military posh family. 
And we were playing um, like with a little foam ball, you know, like kickabout in the sitting room. And we were, I guess, we were sort of pissing about. We were like sort of 14 or something and making quite a lot of noise. And his mum, I think there was quite a lot going on and his parents got divorced. So I think it was a difficult time. We didn't, mm. I mean, we were just... And she came in and literally start, I mean, was screaming about how badly behaved we were, how much noise we were making. And, of course, you're t- absolutely terrified. You want to go. You know, you're hot, you're just absolutely <laughs> terrified, thinking, fucking, I just don't know what to do, shall I just go? And she's shouting, and then he said, you know, we're, we're trying, we're, you know, I don't know whatever he said, and she said, that's not good enough, and if this is what happens every time Tim comes over, you know, it's horrible. It's all your fault. Yeah, if, it, if this is what happens Tim comes over, then, he, you, you know, you can't have friends over and you can't have Tim over. So it's absolutely awful and quite scary. Because I didn't come from a family who was a lot of that sort of stuff. So it was quite sort of alien to me. Really shouting. And Piers said, um, you can't speak, you know, that's not a way to speak to, you know, my friend and, and to me. You can't do that. And she said, I thought, fucking, he's quite brave. And then she said something, well, that's just what, you know, that's what I feel. And I'm your parent. I can speak like that. And that's what other mothers would do. That's what I remember saying. Any other mother would do that. And 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 Piers said, I know one, I know, <laughs> this is almost unbelievable that he said this. I know one mother that wouldn't do that. I know one person that wouldn't behave like that. And she's at the top, I'm scared, she's shouting, he said, who? And he said, looking at her, Squirrel Nutkins. Which <laughs> <laughs> was absolutely... Is Squirrel out. Nutkins a mum? No. Just, or did he mean Squirrel Nutkins a mum? <laughs> I don't know. Or Squirrel... Squirrel... He said Squirrel Nutkins. Right. And I remember thinking, oh my God, he's playing with it, just... Like, and that sent her obviously off... And, and, I mean, and she went even crazy. She went even crazy. I, I just want to bring us briefly back to Jeffrey Harris saying about the shit and the sugar. Right, yeah, just yeah. very briefly. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Because I've never, like, when I've had time to think about it, what I've thought is, well, people have said to me that when people burgle a house, like, sometimes people do take a shit in the middle of the living room because... They're burgling the house. They get nervous burgling the house. Oh. And they think, oh, I can't got time to go to the toilet. And that's like quite complicated anyway because like, I'll have to flush it. I've that'll create that. noise. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. So they just shit in the middle of the yeah. living room. And apparently that oh. happens quite a lot. 
but why in the sugar? Because that seems to be to be. Like... By the way, I don't think it's about being nervous. I think it's about being excited. Oh really? I think it's about they lose control. Isn't of it their... both? Isn't it a calling uh, card? No, I don't think so. Um, no, not unless you're you're like someone who like is trying to de- could, desecrate the house. But can I specifically? Hang on, sure. Can I ask you a question? Because it's not a calling card, really. Like. Most burglars don't have calling cards except like raffles, right? like a posh burglar, and he wouldn't have a shit. If I was to get a dipstick or whatever, or a bit of litmus paper and put yeah. it into that shit, right. could, I, I, could I trace Those that back? Those are two very different points. Could I trace that back to the, 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 the burglar? I don't think that's what litmus paper is, but you're right. You well, could, I, I just you, see what the no, pH is. That might be is. why it's died out, because now, of course, there's very rigorous DNA testing. I say it's died out. Hang on. I think it has died out. I, it's the, a very serious point, but the... The more it occurs with the litmus paper is the most useless thing you could have. Because A, you can't pick it up. And if, it, if it's like... Up. Uh, no, and if it had a bit of litmus paper, yeah, you it might... Just, yeah. It yeah. tell you, P- I'm looking for someone whose shit is pH 6. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. Well. No, yeah, that We're going to have this guy in within the hour. Yeah, yeah. Also, I've tested this whole shit. You know when he's got acid reflux? He's really got terrible indigestion. But, no, you, it, could, you presumably could trace. I don't know. Yeah, you're leaving DNA. You are leaving a di- is, is, there DNA, is there DNA in shit? Yes, I don't, very, I, I don't know. I don't think there, there is. is. I'll tell you why I know. Okay. Because I've seen quite a lot of plots of like... No, I don't plot what? plots. <laughs> I've seen quite a lot of I've seen quite stories. a lot of plots in my time. Quite, quite a lot of films and whatnot. Right. Where, which rest on needing to get DNA. That happens quite a lot. <laughs> and what they always do is say, well, we need to get a hair or maybe or a semen. bit of toothbrush or semen. Right. They do sometimes say that. Uh, but they don't normally say shit. Yeah. <laughs> what, what we've got to do is get a sample of this. Because in, in, uh, in the film Seven, yeah. it's all over the yeah. walls. Oh, right. So they could, got that. they could have got you it. Sh- yes, that's a good point. I might just Google it. because I've, yeah, Is no, there DNA in shit? <laughs> yeah. <Okay. laughs> no, you can't because you get rid of I don't think what? there is. Well, I can There'll be traces. Listen, if it's passed through your, your What arse comes up hair. is poop. Because it's American. Yes, what yes you're right. It does. Right. Shed cells are found in urine and feces. What are shed cells? Is that like shed cells? Uh, they were, yeah, good, always good on the anthems, never that cool. <laughs> yeah. uh, shed cells are also found in urine and feces, vomit, and even tears. But what is shed cells? Is that DNA? Uh, yeah, I think it's DNA. They never well, do it in films. In films, they're always like, oh, you're we've right. got to, you're, you're so we've got to somehow get so a hair, toothbrush. Well, maybe, like they, maybe in those films, no, they didn't leave any shit behind. Yeah, it's more difficult to get hold of shit. I, I, I think it's, it's really interesting. I think it's, yeah, it's a real own goal to, to, to do it because it's, you've left DNA. Yeah, it is an own goal. I've never seen a morse where it happens, for example. <laughs> I mean, I'd like to. That's, I think it's Mr. Trick there. Well, I what you could not... say is this doesn't happen in morse or indeed any other detective thing, because if it does leave DNA traces, the, the, the who done it's over. Yeah. That's it. I mean, it's a good point about Seven, is that if someone had said, hold on a minute, they could just test yeah. for this. Oh, oh well, actually, no, I don't think it was his. It's it Kevin Spacey. It wasn't Kevin Spacey's shit. It was the, no, he was left in his own It was Kevin Spacey's shit. Also, yeah. you have to be on the database. Yeah, yes. you do. So The shit base. None of us are... Are you on the ship base? I'm not on the ship base, but I think if you're a suspect, then they'll come and take you, not not with your shit, then they'll take your blood or something. Which you say, oh, God, that's where it is. Yeah. God, I know yeah. I do. I wonder where I left it. Anyway, Jeffrey uh, Harris well, always that's... on about it being in the sugar. But I think... I've never had a sense also whether, does he mean they've taken the bag of sugar, they've spread the sugar all over right. the floor, then they've shattered it, or has he gone into the larder? Just who I'm imagining people it's just breaking the it. Just, yeah. Yeah. I'm imagining a larder because it's the 70s. They used to have larders. I there. think it's like a sort of gi- like a gift, like they're saying. It's like, like rubbing cat. it in, like a cat does. Well, no, more like, like a dead mouse, or more like a, a gesture, like a sticking your fingers up. Now, I, oh, people have always told me, 
and, and listen. No, to sorry, if you're listening, your, I'm amazed if you are listening. But if you are still listening, can you write in and say, in your opinion, when burglars shit on the floor, <laughs> is it like a desecrating calling card because they're a bit yeah. meant, or is it just like they're excited in your mind or frightened and they haven't got time to go to the toilet? Maybe anonymously, someone that's done it could. Let I'm going to try and get it round to David Bowie by saying right. maybe that was what David Bowie was saying when he said, "Don't look on the carpet." <laughs> right. Oh, I, I do yeah. something awful yeah. on it in my yeah. own shit. Yes. I did see that on Twitter, someone, because we talked about it, I don't know uh, this yes, song, I did, yes. and, yeah. and someone had said, or a few people had said, what he's drawn on it is the pentangle. The pentangle that's on the back of station right. to station. So, but I've never noticed that. But also, it's not with that, because that's on the back of an album, so yes. it's not that bad what they've got. No, and he would say, don't look on the back of station to station. No, because I've done I it. something awful stupidly it. done a massive photo of it. <laughs> yeah, like, can I say it. awful, otherwise it wouldn't be commercially viable. Can I just ask you a question while we're here? Don't you think, I never? I was never very impressed with the next day... I don't really oh, get I like, that. Yeah, yeah I, I wasn't sure about it myself. I, I tell you what, what my problem with it was, okay. oh. I think it overvalued the Heroes cover. Because I think the whole point of it was, because uh, he released it quickly and no one knew he was going to release it, so that was quite exciting. But he was also saying, this is about the future, even though I'm old and whatever. So what I'm going to do is, is sort of cover the Heroes cover. Mm. But I don't think the Heroes cover is his most... Iconic cover. No, I would say that's Ziggy no, Stardust and the Spiders I, from Mars. Yeah, but I, I love it, but probably, I mean, unhelpfully for the reasons you don't, which is that I do love the fact that they've used heroes, but I think the key is he's going back, he's talking about that period in that yeah. song. He's talking about the East Berlin and he's talking about those I mean, old horns. In, no, not in the next day, in um, oh, sorry. Where Are We Now? Yeah, where well, we now? I think, sorry, I think the point is it's sort of on the back of Where Are We Now, isn't it? So, oh, right, yeah. that. so I think his thing is I'm revisiting that. Well, then, it, then that's exactly the opposite, isn't it? I'm not doing the future I am looking back yeah yeah no well it was quite but I think he did look certainly in that song um, and I think it's one of the it's a very it's a, oh, well they're all iconic aren't they but I think Actually, it would have been harder with the, the other the cover ones. of Heroes as well the actual cover mm. of Heroes he is miming there isn't he isn't he yes, doing a, a bit mime. of mime yeah I don't, I, I've never known what well, he's there's, there's contact sheets on the internet you can look at and he's oh, doing yeah. lots of different but he's it's not. he's not sort of doing a box or anything I think anymore. I read something about but, about what he's trying to do I'll just see if I can find that. It's like angst, isn't it? Can I say another find I found? Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, you're talking about live albums, and you go, yeah. never quite. I tell you what, it's a good live album. Is 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 the last the reality tour only oh, yeah, because yeah. it's got lots of good. You know, it's <laughs> it's good, and and the version of China Girl is excellent. It's better. China, that yeah. version is better yeah. live than this the single. Right, right. Because it's, it's the version that um, Thingy performed, isn't it? He's Iggy. Written, Iggy Pop. Yeah. Hmm. I think the thing about those, I like that reality album, uh, that live album. But it is someone. They do, he's doing what you want them to do, which is do your greatest hits. But yeah. there's something slightly um, Vegas about it, and not quite. You know, yeah. it's, all, it's not as dark and dangerous. I'm, and I, I haven't been listening to what you've been saying. Reality, the reality tour, the live version yeah. where he did quite a lot of the hits. Yeah. Is fine, but it's like it doesn't add an, you know. No, no, well, not, we had a big discussion, which in yeah. fact it turns out in the internet a lot of people followed. I didn't realise that about uh, what was David Bowie's best live album and uh, I went with the slightly unusual opinion it's David Live which I'm not mm. sure you know but it's his 1974 very decadent album where he looks terrible on the front cover looks right. like he's going to die he was absolutely soul. at the yeah. height of his cocaine and milk addiction and I love that album because he completely redoes all the songs in a really decadent unusual style and I, I kind of think there's a point to that whereas most live albums I kind of think like well, I'll listen to it when it was recorded better. I see. So you mean that he's he's reinterpreted? He's them reinterpreted all. them all. Yeah, yeah that's in a very like that. in a really theatrical way on that album. Whereas I think most live albums, including his later live albums, that's just like well, people I, just I, want to hear what's on the record. Yeah, yeah I, and I think that. that's Harvard Bowie because I think you you want him to interpret and you want him to like like you were saying. Um, 
uh, stage, which is this one in 1978, uh, where he's got this sort of bomber jacket on. He looks just like he's sort of like that German cool look. I can only think of myself at 15 thinking, having seen it for the first time in that cover and hearing it and hearing how sort of cool and sort of European it is, thinking, God, I wonder if I'll like meet someone that cool when I get to like college or something because it just felt so far away. Piers was that. I didn't know. I felt Piers was more early, you know, as yeah. you know, this was like someone who'd read sort of interesting book. You know, that that image of book, I can never shake that. When I look at that album, I just feel this like, oh my god, will I ever meet? Anyone I, I have. A, I don't know if I've ever told you this because I, I saw that tour. I've told you that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Isola tour at Earl's Court. Mm. But I actually have quite a strong image, which is my strongest image from that. I think mm. it was during when he did Blackout. Yeah. Well. And what it is, he he went off. And then he comes back, mm. he sort of jumps back on stage for the last chord of that, and his trousers, which were very kind of like wide and new romantic, yeah. they were wide sort of what's the term, pleated yeah, trousers, yeah. but that sort of came to a very, very okay. tight around the ankle, sort of like spread out mm. like a mm. sail while he was doing that. And that, mm. whenever I think of that show, that's right. mainly what I okay. have, is an image of Bowie's trousers. That's interesting, because that sounds like, I don't know whether it was because we haven't edited this last week or this week, but like my character I've invented, Winterman. Winterman. Oh, yeah. I think that's a similar, yeah. that's a hark back. Yeah. In a way, I'm referencing, I'm t- I'm, like you would say, I've been reinventing it. I'm, it's, it's become bigger with yeah. the way I've thought about it. But it's definitely a look back. It's an acknowledgement of what Bowie Janine, achieved. I think it was her, uh, Janine Kaufman. She was much cooler than me. I'd never really right. met anyone cool and trendy okay. before. I mean, they, yeah. I've seen people from afar, like they were, but mm. she actually was kind of cool and was a bit of a new romantic. And I thought, I'd better That's get cool. into this if I'm going out with her. And she made me a pair of trousers a bit like those trousers. Really? Yeah. And they how, were, she was that, how could she be that cool she made trousers? No, she did. She made me a pair of trousers <laughs> that were a bit like those, out of, like, I don't know, like sort of tent material. I say tent material, I'm not sure where she got a tent from. <laughs> but anyway, that I remember them. They, the thing I mainly remember about them is they were very tight. Right. right? And I think I... Because I've always, like, I was really, really thin until I was about 18, and then I've been since then fat. Right. Not fat, but... Oh, you're not fat. Well, slightly overweight. Right. Right. I've always been slightly overweight since I was about 18. I think because... This is not a very original thing to say, but but I've never quite got over the fact that for the first 18 years of my life, I could eat what I liked and not get fat, and then suddenly... Right, it just... I mean, mean, there was a point I can still remember being at university and looking at myself in the mirror and mm. thinking, I've got cancer of the chin, what's going on? What? Yeah, that's what I thought. Because I, I was so... Cancer uh, of the chin? It hadn't right, occurred so it to me that it was possible <laughs> for me to have a double chin, <laughs> right? Because I couldn't think that that was possible. Cause I just, but what was actually going on yeah. was I was developing a double chin. Right. And you might think that. You might think, what is that growth under my I chin? I see what you mean. Oh, it's another chin. Or glands. Because or mumps. Yeah, yeah, mumps. Mumps. I thought anything except I'm getting fat. Anyway... I tried to carry on wearing those trousers for quite a long time, and gradually I started to wear them like completely undone, with the zip undone and everything. Mm. Yeah. She, she always did. She measure you up? I think so. Yeah. So she did all those. She wasn't just bad at her job. She sounds amazing. She, she, why she, do you think she's bad at her job? Well, because she's made your trousers that are too small. Oh out of, yeah, out of a tent. Out of, <laughs> that's why. Yeah, that's she wasn't the tailor though. Did you she do that the thing? Tailor. She didn't have a job. She was a young teenager. Didn't have a job. But do you th- do you remember that thing where you might get so so you might get really cool trousers like that, but like everything else you're wearing was a bit rubber. Did you do the whole outfit? Well, for a while, wear, like, I tried a... to be a whole new romantic. Okay, you uh, did. So you yeah, went, I, yeah. So if there's a point in time where with those trousers right. and I think with a kefir, what is that kind of like Arabic what? scarf? You know that Arabic oh, scarf? Yeah, I you know. It's a yogurt drink. It is a yogurt kefir. drink, but it's also I think an Arabic scarf, okay. like a tea towel that you wear, like okay. like sort of swept, swept across your chest. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's. Oh, I see. Like that is Yeah. On what's it called? That muscle song. bound. Muscle no, bound. Well, the song before it, but yeah, muscle bound or 
uh, to cut Earth. a long story short, no, Planet Earth is Duran Duran. To oh, no, yeah. To cut a long <laughs> story short. You just said to cut a long story shirt. You had to correct yourself. She made I got you a confused because we're talking about tailoring. She <laughs> to cut, cut your, a, she to cut cut a shirt. To cut a long story trousers. shirt short, she made me this pair of trousers. Yeah, so for a while I was actually trying to be a That's not method. the first, what is the first Spando? Is that the first? Yeah, that's the first Spando Ballet song. Which one? To cut a long story short. Yeah, of course, yeah. Yeah, because Spandau Ballet. One of the things that's odd about yeah. Spandau Ballet, I've always thought, is, you know, I remember there's a little documentary about them. That right. I remember seeing on something like Network Seven, right? And they were like saying on that thing, "We are always going to be the cutting edge, most right. state of the art, coolest band yeah, yeah. ever." And they did look it at the time in 1980 did. or whatever. Yeah, amazing. And then two hits in, mm. they're on a yacht wearing yeah. kind of linen suits singing about being yeah, on Rio. Doing, completely doing. That's Duran Duran. Oh, yeah, shit. <laughs> no, but you no, mean, mean true. 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 <laughs> I mean true. True, yeah. yeah. Shit. We both, <laughs> we both, <laughs> both, <laughs> both <laughs> conflicted Duran Duran. But it's true about Spando Ballet as well. <laughs> Shit. No, that was like a really good but really bad summing up at the end of a case where you had the jury and Raptor thinking, no, hang on, he's talking about Shredger. It just collapsed. But they were Bowie fans. Yeah, they're Bowie fans as well, aren't they? I mean, you can see... The- yeah, well, everyone's a Bowie yeah, fan, really. Yeah. Well, I've seen... Um, what's his name? Um, Gary Kemp. Gary Kemp. Um, he's played with... Oh, we saw that. Yeah, yeah the tour that... Yeah. Um, no, we saw Nick Mason does. We went to see it. Oh, no, no, sorry, I was going to say, yeah, I realised he did that. I wish I'd seen that. That sounded great. great. But he also did a tour with Tony Visconti that they do. They did Manage Soul the World live. (laughs) And I forgot what they call themselves. Yeah. And he played played, uh, guitar on... on, Can I just mention something else, which I may not get through this because it does make me laugh, so I'll try not not to laugh too much. But... uh, (laughs) Madonna, to reference her again, because you just said, I just said everyone likes David Bowie, and it reminds me right. of something, which is that on Eurovision, I don't know if you saw Madonna on Eurovision. Yes. Okay, so Madonna came down a big staircase, which actually did her song. She did uh, Like a Prayer, not very well, I have to say, right. and then she did her new song, right? And I thought no one had noticed this, because I tweeted about it, but clearly a lot of people noticed it. I said, she did Like a Prayer, and then after it, she did Everyone's a Few, Everyone's a Few and Nuggets by Frank Muir. <laughs> Right. Right. Do you know everyone's a fruit and nutcase by Frank Buell? It's the yeah. everyone's a fruit, fruit and yeah. nutcase. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that song. Right. And then it got retweeted by Locus. Because, in fact, if you watch it. Because the song sounds like she, it. No, no, she is doing. That, that everyone's a fruit and nutcase, is a bit of classical music. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yes, da, 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 what is it? The nutcracker? It's nutcracker, yeah. I think. Jai Koski, is it? Or I don't know. Bella went to a private school. You'd know. Do you know? What's that? Oh, let me, yeah, well, people will like it. So let, me, let me just play Frank Muir's version, <laughs> right? In fact, we could, if you like, let's see if these match, all right? So it'll take a little while to do this, but I think it might be worth it. Here's Everyone's Written Nutcase by Frank Muir. Cad- it's an advert for Cadbury's. Do you yeah, know it? You'll probably be young. You'll probably be yeah. young. Here we go. Listen to this. Everyone's a fruit and a nutcase. They keep you going when you toss the cable. Whatever you are doing, punting, canoeing, is nutritious and nutritious to judiciously be... OK, so here we go. So here's Madonna... <laughs> on Eurovision. Yes. <laughs> it is. Yes. Yeah. But it's from, it's it's a ballet. No, you, yeah, yeah. But no, honestly, when I heard it, yeah, I, I'm just going to do it now. I'm going to do it. I've got to do it. Hang on. Here we go. Can you help me? You might have to help me with this. If we want the fruit, then that's case. Everyone likes. When I go punting. That's what he said in the the advert. He said he likes it when he goes punting. (laughs) Anyway, there you go. I'm right, aren't I? Yeah, yeah. You're right. I I don't know what... No, it's obviously... No, I was annoyed. by Tchaikovsky or something. Yeah, or Prokofiev or something. It's a ballet thing. Yeah, yeah. 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 She does it for quite a long time. 
So you've done some sort of rapping over that. Over oh, that. Right. About Cadbury's <laughs> fruit and nut. <laughs> so, uh, thank you, Reese. Thank uh, you. Oh, is there anything you want to mention? No. No, just like plug anything. Well, like, oh, well, thank you. To, like, hello to my friends. <laughs> yeah. Hello to your friends. Hello to, to Barry, <laughs> yeah. to, uh, to, to Eddie, uh, yeah. Eddie Mayer. Yeah. Uh, Eddie Mayer, for, what, from Reddit? <laughs> yeah. He's off of Reddit for him. Oh, he's not there anymore. He's, yeah. anymore. Yeah. he's always in hospital. And, <laughs> uh, and, and yeah, that's... Anyone who knows yeah. you. Anyone who knows yeah. me. Yeah, okay. Oh, thank lovely. you. Well, it's been a pleasure. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.